What's up, everybody? It's Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love, getting a later start today. I uh, rearranged my schedule. I had to do some things early, and I was going to throw something together, but I respect you guys more than that. Um, You know, happy Friday. It's warm here in St. Louis. People seem to be over the virus. I get it, but uh, still be smart. You know, if you're out here and you have an, an opportunity to boost your immune system, don't fail to do it, not just for Corona, but going forward. Um, You don't want to get diabetes. You don't want to get the flu. You don't want to get heart disease. You don't want to get cancer. You know, uh, you can create an environment in your body where disease doesn't rest. And that's something we need to focus on all the time. And I think Corona was a good opportunity to think about that. So let's just be smart about our health uh, and see what happens. Because I think uh, we're not done with it. I'm pretty sure it's coming back in the fall. And, um, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope that it doesn't, (laughs) I really do. I hope that we're done with this, but in the instance that we're not just be prepared. Part of being successful is being prepared. So, you know, having said that, I hope everybody is out here. Um, we're done with May. We're done. We're into June. Listen, you got this. This could still turn out to be your year. You know what? If if you didn't suffer catastrophic job loss, if you have had the cooperation of people um, wanting to, you know, let you get caught up and not pressure you about car payments or insurance payments or rent, you know, if you've had that kind of grace extended to you, you can still turn this year around and salvage it and make it something good. You know, I I still strongly advise this is a buyer's market. Get in where you can. Um, if there's something you've been longing to do, investigate how to do it. Uh, keep that thing that's yours on the side. I think that's important. It gives you confidence, but also it's it's the thing that will give you motivation. You know, so if you wanted to buy property and be a landlord, figure out how to do that. If you want to start some other kind of business, figure out how to do that. You know, there's there's no reason to uh, stop yourself from from having the things you say you want. And if you get into it and you don't like it, do something else. You know, I think this has been a good opportunity to learn what makes you happy. And if you've been holed up with somebody and you're unhappy, now, you know, <laughs> you went sheltered in place with someone who you can't stand and they probably can't stand you. Then, you know, now, you know. And I do think it's important. That should go on a questionnaire. If I were trapped for three months and having a shelter in place with this person, would our relationship last? Um, lucky for me, I'm not really, I'm not really the type of person. I've I've had married friends, and I've had this discussion with them. Like they have to do everything with their husband. And I listen to them and I think, gosh, I am not that girl. Like I have, I've always dated guys that like, they did their own thing and I trusted them. You know, I didn't, I wasn't worried about cheating or anything. And I certainly don't engender that. I just, you know, I need my space. And so, you know, I, we could, I could shelter in place with someone I'm with because I don't want to be all up under you anyway. So if you're on your floor and I'm on mine, cool. If you have hobbies and things you want to do, cool. You know, we only have a problem when when 
the person I'm attracted to, he appears like he's independent. But then after a while, it's like, hey, I thought you had buddies you wanted to hang out with. No, I just want to be your... Okay. Yeah, I like that you have other people <laughs> to entertain. I am not your Sony Entertainment Center. I am a writer. And at my core, I'm always going to need some time to recharge, to write, to create. That's who I am. I can go inordinate amounts of time and be silent. And if you're codependent or if you're, you know, not a person that's secure in that and you need to fill all the spaces with sound, I'm probably not your girl. In fact, I know I'm not. I really enjoy my time to myself. I need it. I need it. And the world needs it because I can't create if if it's always chaos if it's always sound if it's always you know I have to cater to you I we're the I'm not gonna be able to create because that's not how you create you create from from peace so I've learned a lot about myself and I hope people I mean I've already known that but it's confirmed I actually need a lot of time and space to just be myself and I don't really need to uh, chase after anybody or be with somebody all the time. You know, I can't imagine, um, you know, even with kids, I would have been really happy to just be, well, not would have been, I will be happy to just let, you know, hey, you guys want to go out and have some father kid time? Okay, great. See you later. Have a great day. (laughs) I, uh, and you would want that for me because, you know, I, I just I can't imagine. But the time that I do spend with people is very quality. I don't think anybody leaves the table dissatisfied with the portion that they get of me. <laughs> Which is a weird way to put it. But I'm just saying, I, I don't know. I have my limitations and I have healthy boundaries now. You know, they're boundaries, though. Don't sleep. So anyway, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend and I don't know what you can take from that, but like, don't overstay your welcome with people. Like, I don't know. I think a lot of times we think we're in healthy relationships and they're not. I think a lot of times we think something is, is amazing and it's completely unhealthy because you're completely codependent on each other and it gets so weird and toxic that you become addicted to that. You know, I'm always leery of couples that have to be together nonstop. I, I just am. That's just how I'm wired. And I know it doesn't appeal to me. So I'm not assuming that everybody's that way. But I mean, just you can be you can be together too much and you can wear each other out sincerely. And I was watching something last night. I think Joe Buck, I, Joe Buck's my age. So I remember he was married to someone closer to our age. And I was watching some show last night and he was on it with his wife. And I'm like, that that's obviously not his first wife. So I Googled him. He has, you know, two older kids with his first wife. And now he's married to this younger woman. And they have t- two kids, young kids. And I think they're under five. It's like, man, men really get the luxury of like second family. You know, it's like, yeah, I've been with this woman so long and it's been great, but now I'm going to get somebody younger and have second family. I mean, it happens all the time. I'm part of second family. I am second family. Uh, My dad was married, I think, to his first wife for 20 years. My oldest sibling is 20 years older than me. 
And, uh, you know, he married my mom and I was second family, you know? So it's like, I, I guess it's just more common. And now that I'm of those ages, I'm noticing it. And I have no reason for bringing it up. I just find it fascinating. Um, and the way men get to move in the world. And I think a lot of women get divorced and like, I'm done with the babies. Good luck. You know, so I, I have no reason to talk about this. It just came to mind. <laughs> so that's it. Friday feels a little random, but that's what you get. You know, this is a random podcast, but I hope you find value in it. I appreciate everybody who listens on a regular basis. You guys are the best. Thank you to my sponsors. Uh, Sponsoring this podcast is that's incredible. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, we're going to get out into the world. We're into June. Next time I chat with you, it'll be June. So whatever it is you're out here trying to do, just get after it. Keep a good spirit you know, stay optimistic. I know there are a lot of things to be frustrated by, a lot of things to be angry about. And if you look for them, you will find them all. You know what I mean? If you just spend your time looking for things that are unfair and unjust and egregious, you will find them. But I just caution you to not live in that space because that anger turns into disease. It turns into pain. It turns into surgeries. It turns into medication. So I get it. And I'm not saying you got to walk around like there's unicorns and lollipops everywhere, but you don't have to walk around like, uh, you know, G-Unit either, 50 Cent or Tupac. You know, there's a lot of stuff that is unfair. I don't disagree, but there's also a lot of good stuff that happens, too. And we just never hear about it because there's there's, nobody wants to click on that. They only want to click on the stuff that that elicits an emotion. And most of the time it's terrible stuff you know but if you look for terrible you will find terrible I guarantee it but I also feel like if you look for love if you look for peace if you look for you know how a situation got better you'll find that too you know but I get it you know it's not sexy to be on some hippie shit you know you'd rather be all angry and woke or whatever but really what are you accomplishing with that because that's not a solution being angry isn't a solution you know, and we need some solutions. I was asked a very serious, uh, a series of questions this week about, well, what would you do? What would you create if you could? And I'll be honest, I don't have all the answers, but I'm willing to find out. And I think if we take that willingness to be curious as to how to fix some of this stuff and just, you know, instead of trying to drink the ocean and fix it all in one fell swoop. If we just try to do a little bit at a time, I think we could see some pretty amazing results. But we're not going to fix it uh, by being hostile and angry and, and, okay, now I'm going to fill my Facebook timeline with every instance of injustice I've ever seen. Like, that ain't going to help. It don't help you and it don't help other people. It just makes you inflamed. And nothing good comes from being angry nonstop. It just puts you in a hospital. And everybody ain't going to be like me. Everybody's not going to come out. And everybody's not going to come out healthier. Some of y'all are are not going to make it. So you need to figure out how to come up with solutions without being so angry and broken and hostile. And plus, if it didn't happen to you, you know, 
be grateful for that. Like, be grateful. And I think that's a that's part of like survivor's remorse. Some of this anger comes from guilt because most of us don't have to deal with the, the same stuff that's happening in the world. That's, that's never happened to me. I've been mistreated by the police, but I've never had nobody put their knee on my neck. I've never had an officer put his hands on me. And I'm not saying that it's not wrong. It is wrong, but it's never happened to me. And I think sometimes people feel like, well, if I don't get so mad about it, then it then then you know i i'm feeling comfortable and it's uncomfortable so yeah there's a lot of shit out here that's uncomfortable for people that's just one thing there are people in your neighborhood in your city wherever you are that are hungry do you feel guilty about that are you trying to fix that there are people out here who are gunning each other down on a daily basis are you trying to fix that i mean i get it you can be overwhelmed by all the causes i'm just saying you, you can't be overly invested in one cause and then wonder why we're not advancing. We need to come up with some solutions. These crazy police officers, not all of them, but some of them aren't right. And usually there's been a history of it. And, you know, it's just like teachers. That's another hot spot. If you talk to a teacher and start talking about how you wish they could change curriculum and man, you get... No, I get, we did what we get. And it's like, okay, I, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just suggesting that it could be done better. Same thing with the police. I'm not saying all teachers are bad. There are a lot of amazing teachers. And a lot of these people who've been trying to teach your kids at home will tell you that. Teaching is something that's a skill and it's an art and it's a calling. And some of some teachers are bad. They're not good. Same with the police. There are some teachers who are great. And there are some teachers who are not. There are some police officers who are great and some who are not. Doctors. There's some doctors who try to molest you when you're under anesthesia. And some doctors who you can't imagine living your life without because they're just so awesome. So there's good and bad everywhere. And if you only want to see the bad, I guess I'm saying that's all you'll see. So let's like let's not try to live in that space because that's not where solutions come from. I'm not saying be naive about it, but that's not where you get solutions. Nothing good comes from anger, except more anger. And don't sleep. Sometimes there's a time and a place to be angry. But if we are to make all this progress that we keep talking about, if if we need to stop being these primitive ass human beings that we are, then we need to rethink the way we think about things. And we need to look at the way we react to things, even when they're egregious, especially when they're egregious. You know, and I know that's not sexy. People don't want to hear that. Everybody just wants to be mad. And look, I used to be mad. But I'm telling you, when you go to the hospital and you got a doctor and a whole staff looking at you like, man, I'm not even sure why your heart is still beating. (laughs) I'm not sure why your heart has literally exploded. You just learn to find your zen no matter what. And maybe I, I would react differently if I was under attack physically myself, literally. Um, but I can't be angry about everything. And I want to come up with solutions and I want to be a better person too. Cause when I'm a better person, I, I help create a better community and these are community issues, but I, I just can't be mad. I cannot be mad. Not because the situation doesn't warrant it. I just physically, I won't survive if I do that. And then they win again because I'm dead. 
It's the same with everybody. That violence and that anger that you have, I mean, that is just, it's its mad unhealthy. And it's not sustainable. And uh, you can't win if you're not alive. I've never seen anybody win the big game from the stands or underneath the stands uh, buried. So just stay focused. Stay excited about our future because we're going to get better. We have the capability of getting better. And I think that's a win. If we're still alive and we can try to do something different every day, be a little bit better than we were before, that's a win. So let's focus on that. And yeah, yeah, because I'm telling you, you do not want to get sick. And all that anger and hostility will make you very, very sick. You know, it's just time to grow up. It's just time to evolve. You know what I'm saying? Friday feels like we need an evolution, baby. All right. Take care of yourselves. We'll meet back here soon. Be good. In fact, be better than that.